And every year I would get a picture of a kid in my seats for a preseason game with a ball. And, I mean, these are kids that would probably never go to an NFL game, right? And it was preseason, but they didn't care. The weather was great. The environment was great. And I still, to this day, remember, and they got out of that now that the tax laws changed, but um, I still remember every single one of those pictures, and it's like, how cool is that? In fact, I even one year there was a game I couldn't go to. I donated my tickets for 90 bucks. What can I do for 90 bucks? But I think... Let a kid go to an NFL game. He's going to remember that That's for it. absolutely it's, ever. It's life-changing. Yeah. So That's awesome. Good stuff. All right. That's going to make some good B-roll. five-star sure um, I'm chief marketing officer at five-star call centers I work with clients from coast to coast on building customer experience processes uh, that really you know separate themselves from their competition so uh, you know it's it's really what I've done for the last 30 years I love identifying everywhere from the start of the process selecting the right team members you know putting uh, putting processes into place to allow uh, team members to really provide world-class customer service and you know over the years it's just fun to see how people really come out of their shells you know a lot of times people start you know at the very entry level and all of a sudden they they see what an impact of having great customer service can do and they start bringing their ideas in and really get engaged in the process that's awesome um so we're here talking about the usd center for professional development tell me a little bit about how that kind of got started for you how you heard about that and how you got involved? Sure. Well, I'm, I'm actually a USD guy, uh, graduated uh, from USD, met my wife there. So uh, for me, it's 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 actually a, a double win. Uh, I've been I've been doing, you know, workshops and coaching and consulting all across the country for years with companies to build their customer service plans. And, uh, you know, as I kind of found out what was going on here and looking at the leadership aspect of it, uh, it just looked like a perfect fit. Because I, I think as as companies grow and they build their organizations, everyone has a technology plan and a marketing plan and a finance plan. But there's so many companies that take customer service maybe for granted or they don't make it a focus. And once they do, it is it is it's just world changing for them. It, it gives them uh, a whole new focus, a whole new vision, a whole new uh, aspect of their organization. Yeah, yeah it's interesting because, you know, obviously for us coming from the culture perspective, you know, that's always a, a, a reflection of the culture is the customer service. You know, because oftentimes how employees are treated or how they treat customers. But the other piece of it is, is it, it just shows an attention to detail. It shows what happens when you're considerate about experience. Because oftentimes if you're not considerate about your customer's experience, you're not considerate about your internal customer's mm-hmm. experience. And so that's always a reflection for me about culture. So talk a little bit about that piece of it, about how you guys backfill that. Because it's not just as simple as saying, you know, smile, say thank you or whatever. Like it's got to be really built in there. 
Yep, absolutely. So, you know, a lot of times I think it's just taken for granted, especially in the Midwest, because we are generally nice here. Mm -hmm. You know, I think maybe even other parts of the country spend more time and effort being, um, you know, really strategic with it. But around here, we just kind of assume everybody knows how to provide great customer service, but they don't. And maybe, you know, what they learned at another job is, you know, you want to wipe their, you know, wipe their brain clean from the end of it. So it really is a matter of, as an organization, defining what you want your customer service attitude to be. And it's so much fun to sit with customers and say, this is what we want our attitude to be. You know, I was with one group and and they're a sales organization. And the term that they go with is we want to crush it, right? And once everyone gets in that mind yeah. frame and you're walking around how's your day going i'm crushing it yeah. it's just it's it's just even yeah. you know and i've had a uh you know 60 year old lady lady say to me i'm crushing it today i mean how awesome yeah. is that and so you define your attitude and then you start looking at the deliberate part of your culture and where can you make that where can you make that look so i i break it into three points so the attitude that you want and once you've defined the attitude you want it makes interviewing a lot easier mm-hmm. because when people come in that don't have that attitude it's it's an easy no right. and when people come in that have that attitude it's an easy yes yeah. and the and the, the the chances of being successful are so much better so defining that attitude um and then connections identifying how do you want to connect with your customer you know whether you're a restaurant or a hotel or a, a or a hospital what what are the connection points whether it's technology or whether it's the facility or whether it's the customer interaction face to face over the phone online yeah. and when you give people a definition of the attitude you want and ways to connect, they go nuts. They right. just start, they just, they just, they, they go nuts. And I have people come to me all the time and they're like, you know, I need my husband to go through this training or I need my mm-hmm. wife to go through this training because what they're learning about attitude and connection, well, guess what? That's not only how they're treating their customers, goes back to culture again, like you yep. said, is they're then that same attitude they're going to have with the customers, they're going to have with the coworkers, that same connection, the, the way that they're that, that they're expected to connect, and then thank. And there's all kinds of studies that are done out there about, you know, when you thank somebody, it connects you and them. Right. There's different synapses that take place in your brain. Um, and what I like about it is when, when I say thank you, it means we're done here. Right. right. That, th- that this interaction is over. So if you're not okay with that, then you can say, well, wait, wait, we're not done. Yeah. Um, but it also, for me, I say, thank you. I appreciate it. I can now move my brain matter over to the next thing that yeah. I need to focus on. And once people understand attitude, connection, and thank, and they realize that that's how their interaction goes, their brains just get like clearer. And I've even had people that have gone through my training and like they, they end in an interaction and they stop like dead in their tracks and they yeah. come running back and they say, thank you, thank you, thank you to whoever the customer was because yeah. they realized they missed that piece of it and they were walking away and their brain wasn't able to focus on the next thing yet. Right. And once it, it becomes a habit, it becomes right. a habit over and over and over again. And then when customers come in, that's what they expect. And customers, and or whether they call in or whether they go online, once they expect that, they go to another transaction that doesn't have it, yeah. and they miss it. Right. And that is what's going to bring them back to your organization over and over and over again. Right. What's interesting about that as well is, 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 you know, great customer service is an opportunity to feed your employees as well. You know, when you're going throughout the course of a day and you might be having 
10, 20, 60 interactions with a person. It's easy for it to get mundane. It's easy for it to, uh, uh, to start to be a drain. But when you have great customer service and there's an energy there and that person is able to feed that energy back to you because they're pleased with what's happening, that gets you a boost to that next call or to that next interaction or whatever and allows it to feed you. And that's how you get through those day after day after day of doing you know, roughly the same uh, uh, job is that each one has an opportunity to be unique because that person is feeding back into you and give you that kind of energy. Absolutely. And again, I, I go back a little bit. One of the reasons why I love you know, that this course is here is, again, I, I do this all throughout the country, but in the Midwest and specifically, you know, in Sioux Falls and surrounding areas, we sometimes take it for granted. For the most part, right. we do provide pretty good service. You know, mm -hmm. I, I just had a partner here from, you know, from the East Coast earlier this week, and they just kept saying, man, every time I go to a restaurant, right. every time the, the service is better. And, and I think you can even, so you've already got that leg up. Yeah. And you've already got people that want to provide it. So give them the tools and make it a cognizant part of their day. And it just it just catches on like wildfire. And yeah. when people come in to train, you know, everyone has a, a maybe a mindset of what training is going to be like. And if the if, if your training is focused around the customer experience, it gives that person a, a a whole different insight into your organization because you understand the attitude, the connection, and the thank. And, you know, I always say training is a journey, right? It's not yeah. a destination. It's not you yeah. start this day and right. by X day you're ready to do what. It's a journey and you need to learn throughout that journey. And when customer service becomes a, a centric part of your business and everything goes around it, uh, your, your, your training becomes your day-to-day -day life. Yeah. So when those people come in and they're yeah. learning the attitude and the connection and the thank, the first day they're interacted with a customer, it's easy. It's yeah. great. It, it really is a pain point to me when training does not mirror the job. You yes. know, people will come yeah. in, go through a couple yeah. weeks of training, do great, and then their first day on the job is totally different. Yes. And it's like, why? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you didn't, you, you kind of, back to the culture, unfortunately, you set that person up for failure or right. for stress. And right. not on purpose, but it does happen. So I tell people, try to make training as an onboarding, the entire onboarding journey, as, as much like their normal day-to-day -day as you yeah. possibly can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, let's get into the let's get into the class. Let's talk about that a little bit. So, you know, we've been talking with a couple folks from the roster about how important this kind of thing is to be able to have this professional development. There's so many uh, small, medium-sized businesses that don't have the type of infrastructure to internally educate their folks to the level that they want them to be at to get them all of those skills and abilities that we know are now as valuable or more valuable than any other skill that you can really give somebody. And so. When we talk about that class, number one, what are some things that people can expect from this class and how might they be able to apply it? Yeah. So, you know, I always start with a state of customer service, which, you know, I go to conferences all throughout the country and, you know, customer service is everywhere from face to face interactions. It's interactions online. It's it's, it's chat, it's social media, it's phone calls and things like that. So I really like to go through and identify some best in class, you know, services and things like that. And usually that's where people love to right. you know, interact and talk about, you know, companies they like. 
yeah. or companies that don't like, yeah. you know, I mean, sometimes the best way to, to, to look at it is what not to do. Right. So I really try to level set and look at, um, you know, the state of customer service, where we're at as a society uh, and what things we can do. You know, I, 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 the golden rule doesn't apply anymore. It's yeah. the platinum rule. Yeah. You know, the golden rule is, you know, treat those the way, you know, you want to be treated. It's actually treat those the way you you, they want to be treated. Treat yeah. those the way they want to be treated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a, a millennial maybe doesn't want to be treated the same way I do, or a right. Z-er, or a right. boomer, or whatever the case right. might be. So, yeah. so we start with that definition, and then really it's a matter of looking at your own organization and identifying your own attitude, connection, and thank. And that's where it's really fun too, because people start coming up with all these ideas. I even learn things right that yeah. people are like, "Oh, I could do this, and we could do that," or. Oh my goodness, you know, and and generally at the end of that, um, people are like, "Well, this is easy, right? right. Why, why didn't I think of this, right?" And and it's like, "You're right." Um, and then we actually put it into practice. The first way we put it into practice is, is we go through the different generations and we say, okay, you just built your customer service plan for your organization, your team, your whatever whatever this applies to, the attitude, connection, and thank that you want. How are you going to do this for a Zer or a millennial or an Xer or a, a boomer or a traditionalist? Because yeah. it's probably going to be different, right? Yeah. If one of the ways you thank people is you know through a, a social media post, Post, well, you maybe missed part of the population, right. right? And if the way that you thank them is is through a you know a handshake or a hug, oh my goodness, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now we're into a whole different you know world. So, but it allows them to test out what they just built yeah. in a, a very you know real world and, and kind of get the the wheels turning. And then we test it out again of building high performing teams yeah um and i high performing teams it it's it's kind of off your model actually and it, it's sore it's selection what's your selection mm -hmm. look like what attitude are you looking mm -hmm. for onboarding what's your onboarding journey mm -hmm. you know look like you know it, it, as far as that goes um and then the the acknowledgement or the goals what what are you going to mm -hmm. set you know from that end of it and then you're going to react right because yeah. things will change sometimes you will do a great job how yeah. are you going to react to that yeah and sometimes you won't and yeah. how are you going to react to that so um and and then it, again it gives you a chance to take that customer service model that you built and put it through two different so that way when you go back to your organization to put it into play you've already thought about some of the stumbling blocks and, and so on and so forth and i've had people follow up with me with within days that are like, I put this into place already and it paid dividends. Yeah. And I've, I've gone to organizations, you know, a year later and they're like, we put this into place, but then we added this and then we added right. this and someone had that idea uh, and, and whatever. And it, it just really becomes part of the culture uh, from the end of it. And I go back to a lot of the times people that are coming into your organization as a new team member or maybe as a senior leader, they have their own expectations or definitions of customer service. And you need to make sure you have very clearly defined what yours are, yep, yep. or they're going to go back to whatever their norm is. And mm -hmm. maybe that norm's good enough. Chances are it's probably not. Are you uh, to bet your business on it? Exactly. Yeah. No, that, that, that's exactly right. So why why not be deliberate with it and, and make it front and center and make it something that people can really sink their teeth into and it can become sure. part of their daily lives. Yeah. Well, as we say, you know, culture will emerge whether intended or not. But if it's not one you invest in, it'll be one that you pay for. Yeah. It's going to happen regardless. So there's an experience happening. Yeah. 
It's just whether or not it's the uh, the experience you intended to happen, and is it going to bring about the results that you intend for it to happen, or is it just going to be somebody off of a bad day that happens to run into this customer at the bad time, and then you get the situation that now you're spending weeks dealing with this uh, disgruntled com- uh, customer, and, and 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 that's if we're just talking about B to C, just one standard customer mm-hmm. versus you potentially losing a client, yep. you know, a, an account, those type of things that can have a huge effect on what your business is. So, which is special that somebody could come in and they can get this class and they can learn these kind of things and get some real practical things that they can start to put into play pretty much immediately. If you had to sum it up into one or two things that you think somebody would really, um, uh, uh, really grab onto, really gravitate to that kind of can't miss component of it, what do you think that might be? Yeah, I, I think probably the biggest thing is define the attitude you want. Mm-hmm. I, I've so many businesses don't do that, and it makes it hard for everybody, right? Yeah. And once you've defined the attitude that that you want to portray and the the service you want to portray, and you've and, and you've put that into place, it 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 makes it very easy to identify stars and and not. You know, from that end of it, because, you know, those that quickly gravitate to it, no problem. But if you don't define that and you don't give specific benchmarks, people can survive for months doing a doing not good. Right. And that's not good for anybody. Right. right? I'm guessing the team members not going going home in a great mood. Right. Uh, Customers, you know, aren't coming back in a great mood. So the the more clearly you define that and put that in place for your organization, two things, you know, they're called always and nevers. Right. You you, you can't go through every single situation, but you can say this always happens on every single customer interaction. This happens. And this never happens. Right. Okay, those are the two bookends, right? Right. And it, it and and then you kind of get some gray area, you yeah. know, from there end of it. And then once in a while, something will happen that you never even it manage. You're like, yeah, that has to go into the, the never pile. Yeah, <laughs> um, from the end of it. But so I think the two biggest things are define your attitude you want and create your organizations always and nevers. Yeah. And you know, when when you get a senior group of people around the table and you say, write down your always and nevers. Um, you know, usually it takes a little comp- contemplation, but uh, normally about it's the 80 20 rule, right? 80% of them are the same, yeah. hopefully. Right. And then there's 20% that are, oh my goodness, I never thought of that, right. you know? And, and the, well, of course, that'll never happen. They're like, well, it right. actually did. Right, 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 and that's right. why it's on my never list, you yeah. know, or whatever. So that's good, man. It's that's awesome. solid. So your course is uh, March 24th. So coming up quickly, uh, these courses at the USG Center for Professional Development kick off relatively soon. So uh, we've got a few weeks, and then we're going to be be live, which is really exciting. It's kind of a cool resource. Like we said, there's a lot of small businesses, medium-sized businesses. They don't have the OD teams, don't have the L&D teams to actually go get this. But I think this is really interesting because it does play so much into culture, into just customer experience. I think it's interesting, too. Like your customer, you're, you're doing customer service and experience when you're not in the office. Everybody's a critic. Everybody's got the ability to review your business, right. communicate with your business on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, et cetera. So that really has to has to be intentional, um, which really ties into a lot of stuff that we talk about at Think 3D. So yeah. awesome. Anything else that you want to plug? This is the time. You know, one thing that you actually said that, that you know, you talked about B2B versus, you know, B2C, mm-hmm. and, and it kind of closes the loop on what you said is, you know, 20 years ago, if you gave somebody, you know, bad experience, everyone used to say, oh, bad experience, you tell 10 people, good experience, you tell one. Okay. Now with social media, Hello. millions, right? Literally. Yeah, yeah. A bad experience. You yeah. tell, you know, millions of people. Yep. And I will also say with a good experience, 
Yeah. You, you're telling just as many people, right? Yeah. And, you know, if you go out and do it. So it, it is magnified. Yeah. Customer experience is absolutely magnified. And the other thing is in today's world, uh, it is really the only way to differentiate your company long term. Right. I mean, you look at technology changes, you know, a new phone comes out, whatever the good. I mean, in six months, somebody else will have, you know, whatever. Um, But if you build a culture and an organization of great customer experience, and like you said, it flows down into the entire culture. um, Good luck replicating it. I say that all the time. Not that you can't. But you if you it's going to take work and and customers are so savvy these days. Yeah. They know yep. they can walk in. You the customers can walk in, and within five seconds, they know if you're dedicated to serving and yeah. and to experience or not. Yeah. Maybe quicker than they might pull yeah. into the parking lot and see something and, and realize that that's yeah. the case. But we as as humans have become so just you know precise at gathering and, mm-hmm. and information that I'm telling you. And and that's the other thing I love is after these courses when I follow up with people, they're like yeah i get it now i walk into a store and i know within five seconds what my service is going to be like my wife hates going with me some places because just the way my brain works it is just analyzing the entire experience in detail and so like it's just like well now why would you and then and so she's like listen you're not on the clock just i was i can't help it but you make such a great point which is people can always buy what you can buy they can't necessarily build what you can build. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's why you have to build these things for real. Yeah. You know, You know, and you go back to the class. I mean, that's just one of the great things about South Dakota is that this is accessible to everybody. Right, yeah. That someone can go to, you know, there's 14 classes listed or 12 classes listed, depending on the, the number of days. And you can go to these and, you know, for a minim- minimal investment in time and energy and money, um, really become an expert in an area and separate yourself and your business in a way that that yeah. not a lot of places is, is this yep. an option. It, it yeah. really it really isn't an option a lot of places. Yes. This is cool. It's a great arbitrage of knowledge. I love that. Um, so, yeah, we got a lot of cool things coming up. Uh, go make sure you check out these at the USD Center for a Professional Development website and uh, our podcast page. We're going to have links in all the descriptions for that. Thanks for coming by, man. Yeah, appreciate great to be here. Appreciate it. Good stuff. We appreciate you guys. Uh, if you're listening in, let us know what you think. Drop us a line. Hit us with a comment. Otherwise, we'll catch you guys soon. We're out. Easy peasy. Piece of cake.